This is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire from McGuire Capital. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael McGuire provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire. Hello, and welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio. My name is Michael McGuire, and I'm your host each and every week. My company is McGuire Capital, and as always, my co-host today is Tony Shore. And today, we're going to talk about not neglecting your legacy planning. We're going to go over some things, Tony, that I have uh, read in an article that I think will help people that are listening today. And I'll have to admit, the show's going to be a little bit dark in the fact that we're going to talk about what's going to happen with your estate after you die. But besides that, it should be a great and uplifting show today. Tony, how are oh. you doing? Well, I'm doing great, Michael. Uh, I've had a uh, great week, just been pretty busy but got to spend some time with the family. So that's good. Uh, how about you? What have you been up to? You know, just had a great week myself, got back from vacation, as you know, uh, two weeks ago and kind of back into the day to day and have been seeing clients and helping people lay out financial plans. So it's been really good. I actually, we had, uh, quite a few folks over the other night and, uh, it's kind of funny, the topic of today's show, I don't know if you've ever done this, but Tony, have you ever uh, discussed with friends what so songs you might want to pl be played at your funeral? <laughs> you know what? I haven't. I've thought about it. Like, wow, what song would I like at my funeral? But I've never... I've never settled on one. I have a few in mind, but I've never talked to anybody about it openly you, anyway. <laughs> you, you know, we, we have, I love doing a little game and uh, we set up the both song, you know, for the playing songs and song trivia. And I just said, you know, hey, let's, you know, tell me what song you'd like to be played at your funeral. And mine is My Way, Elvis Presley's version of My Way, which uh, is just an awesome song. But it was quite interesting. And uh, I'd never done that before either. And then today, uh, thinking about the show, um, you know, I thought, wow, that is so funny. Uh, but we're all going to have to, you know, at some point, either we're going to decide that or our loved ones are going to decide that. And kind of the the whole show today, Tony, is really talking about making it easier on your loved ones whenever you do pass. Right. And I think this is a really important topic. Uh, obviously, it's a tough one, but it's so important to have things in place uh, to take care of that. Um, so where do you want to begin with this topic? You know, I'm going to talk about this article. Uh, the article had 16 different things that you need to do before you die. And the very first suggestion that uh, I felt was was uh, really important is to turn around and kind of itemize your current possessions. You know, you grab a piece of paper, a notepad, uh, grab you a pen or a pencil and start going through your house. It's... Uh, it, it, there's so many things that we forget we have that mean something to us uh, or that might mean something to 
our, one of our children or grandchildren or our spouse. And, and I, you just grab a piece of paper and you go through and you just kind of walk through and you start writing down, um, kind of the items that you have and, and get that list of from your electronics to your jewelry, to things that maybe you inherited from your parents or grandparents, the vehicles, your art or your antiques that you have things, Tony, that, um, means something to you and have value one of the very first steps is to do an actual physical inventory and uh, so many of us don't do that it's it's really easy to do uh, it just takes a little time well right obviously it can take some time and i think that's a really good place to start you got to look at these things um so you know it's going to be a long list for a lot of people uh, it's probably a long list, but you're going to be left with an important document when you're done, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think the next step, Tony, is to create a detailed list of what I call your non-physical assets. So these are going to be things that you own on paper. You know, we're talking about uh, brokerage firm accounts, 401ks, IRAs, uh, bank accounts, life insurance policies, all of these things that, you know, you can't walk through your house and see, but obviously most of these things have uh, the most value and uh, there'll be uh, policies that, for long-term care that I want you to inventory. There'll be homeowners policies that you might have, automobile policies, disability, health insurance. It's really going to be a snapshot of those non-physical assets that are going to go hand in hand with the physical ones. So along those same lines, you need to make sure that you include the account numbers. It's very important with each and every one of these non-physical assets. And I would go as far as to list the phone number and the person that you deal with, you know, who, who, if there is, if it's a company that you have a personal relationship with, whether it be an advisor, an insurance agent, um, that will help your family. So jot down that number because, you know, you might know it instantly on where to find it, but they may not. Right. And, and when it comes to reducing stress on your loved ones, making it easy for them to find and understand your assets uh, is such a powerful idea. Absolutely. You know, I think along those same lines, it's important that you assemble a list of all your debts. Um, you need to write down credit card numbers, what your current balance is. We're going to date all this stuff. So that will obviously change. But I want you to put down your automobile loans, uh, your home mortgage. If you've got a line of credit on your home as well, um, any type of professional debt that you might have with a business. Uh, it, this is the place uh, to put down those liabilities and to also put those corresponding account numbers and who your loved one should speak to. Well, making sure your survivors have a sense of your debt, I think that would head off any surprise phone calls from debt collectors, right? Yep. You know, creating yeah. creating a membership list is another important step that I think many people, they tend to overlook, Tony. You know, older Americans are members of, of organizations like AARP, American Legion, the Veterans Association, professional groups. Maybe it's a college alumni group that you're a member of. In some of these cases, these organizations will have life insurance policies. And that's the reason why I want you to list them, because you, they, there could be survival survivor benefits because you're associated with these organizations. So that's important to write down as well. 
Well, yeah, and I think that's a, that's a really good point, uh, Michael. And it's honestly not something I think a lot of people have considered before. No, it's not. And I think uh, going alongside that line of thought of memberships, Tony, you should draft a list of uh, the charitable organizations that you think are important, that you currently support or have supported in the past. I think that will give your loved ones um, maybe um, – a key to your heart of, of who's important to you in, in those type of charitable organizations, they may make a donation in, in your honor. And uh, what better way to make sure that it's, it's somebody that you care about than to put it down on paper. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I think a lot of people do that. Um, if they don't have a lot of immediate family members, uh, left maybe, uh, when they, when they do pass, uh, they set it up in their will to give their money to uh, a church or a charity. I, I think that's a good idea. What's the next step, though, when it comes to legacy planning that you have for us? Okay, so after we get all these items from the physical to the the non-physical to the memberships to the charity organizations, I want you to put all these things together. I want you to sign and date them. I want you to make three copies, Tony. And the reason for three, the original should be given to whoever is going to be your administrator. That second copy should be given to your spouse or another loved one that, that you feel like needs to know this. And then finally, you keep that third one in a safe place for yourself to look back because we're going to go and revisit this yeah and i think that's really good obviously you want to have all your ducks in a row everything well documented and you want to be working with a financial professional like yourself uh, to help you know i know you help your clients figure out what they're going to need and getting this organized so uh, I think this has been a good segment, a good start to making sure you have a legacy plan in place, but we should take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we do take a break? Hey, absolutely. You know, if this uh, topic is something that you have never discussed with maybe your financial advisor, uh, it may be time that you meet with somebody like myself, because these are things that we help our clients do. And uh, quite frankly, I don't get paid to do this part of my business. I do it out of my heart. And uh, I'd encourage you to give me a phone call at 405 760 5863. And that one phone call can get you started on organizing. And man, you sleep better at night when you get things like this put put aside and done. Yeah, I think that's great. And now listeners will be right back with more about how you can avoid common retirement strategy mistakes right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit for Meguiar Capital by visiting meguiarcap.com or calling us at 405-760-5863. Welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio. My name is Michael McGuire. My company is McGuire Capital. Today's show, we've been talking about things that you can do to prepare for when you pass. It's basically called legacy planning. And the first segment, we went over things like physical inventories and and non-physical assets, memberships, charitable organizations. This part of the show, Tony, we're going to discuss as equal uh, important part. And I'm uh, one to welcome welcome you back to the show well yeah definitely michael and our conversation today has been 
a real eye opener. Uh, so what's next when it comes to legacy planning? Well, the next part of that uh, 16 things to do before you die that I want to talk about is accounts and policies that have designated beneficiaries that will pass directly to the people you've chosen when you do pass. I think it's important, Tony, that people realize that you can you can direct where your money is going to go from the grave by putting a beneficiary in place. What people fail to remember is that they have the power to do that. And the power to do that takes uh, somebody on your side that alerts you. Maybe you don't are not aware of the ability to uh, bypass probate on some assets by simply having a designated beneficiary. So I think you need to get in touch with your human resource team. I often get on the phone with my clients to call the plan administrator and to find out exactly who you have down as your beneficiary choice. I think that uh, it's helpful to carefully review that information. And because you know, life happens and people get divorced and loved ones pass away. And oftentimes if if we don't uh, keep those beneficiaries updated, it can create a big headache instead of making it really an easy process for your survivors. Well, sure. I mean, updating your chosen beneficiaries, I think that that's something that can be easy to overlook as we navigate through our busy lives. But it sounds like the idea of making sure your assets end up exactly where you want them to do is just so important it's something we need to do regularly. Uh, what's the next piece of advice you have for us? The article next urges that listeners would should update their insurance, Tony. You know, just like your retirement accounts that have beneficiaries, insurance policies and annuity policies can pass to your beneficiaries and avoid probate. So I think it's important to get in touch with any and all of your life insurance cover, cover, uh, carriers uh, that you've got policies currently with. And I want you to make sure that the beneficiaries are up to date and they properly identify who you want them to go to. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. And you know, one thing, Michael, that really strikes me as we talk about this today is that there are so many nuances that come with legacy planning. I mean, taking the time to make sure you're dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's, that's absolutely essential. You couldn't be more right, Tony. Another thing that I think is important to consider is what's called the assigned transfer on death designation. Now, that's a mouthful, but assets are given in a will they the assets that you give away in a will are often um, they have to go through pro probate tony and that maze like process in which your assets are distributed by a court can be costly and very time consuming but if you bear in mind that many accounts and these are accounts like bank savings accounts cds your individual brokerage accounts are really needlessly probated every day because people don't understand about creating a transfer on death designation. If you have a CD account, if you have a brokerage firm account, all you have to do is to contact that institution and tell them that you want a TOD on file. And what that will allow you to do is to place somebody as a transfer on death designee so that when you pass away it just takes your death certificate and it will transfer to that person and you can change your mind as long as you're alive the, the moment you die it's in stone what you put down wow 
Okay. Uh, it sounds good. I mean, that's really good to know, and that's good advice. I think a lot of people don't realize that. And obviously, uh, avoiding probate court is always a good move. You don't want to leave your loved ones in a mess. Uh, what's next? The next step, I think, is to select an experienced and proven legacy administrator, you know, because that this person is going to be in charge of handling your will. They're going to be in charge of when you die, passing out your assets according to your wishes. So I think it's really, it's important that you select a person who's responsible and that is really in a good mental capacity or state to make decisions that you're expecting them to make. I, I think that you should not automatically assume that it should be your spouse because to be quite frank about it, oftentimes spouses, men and women, are not in an emotional state to maybe do the right things. So just consider it that you could have a uh, somebody that is a legacy administrator other than your spouse to handle your wishes. Uh, there's not, they're not going to be able to do anything other than what you wanted done, but they can do it without that emotional, uh, sometimes stress that happens. So I, yeah. I think uh, handling that would, would uh, or designating somebody to do that would relieve um, also the spouse uh, from worry. Right. And based on that point, I'm guessing creating a will is also extremely vital and important, obviously, here. You know, drafting a will is actually the next point that I wanted to talk about, and it is. Uh, I know it seems like um, <laughs> it's kind of remarkable that we haven't even talked about drafting a will up until this part of the show, uh, but that's why all that other things we talked about are the foundation that you're going to need. You know, the bottom line, everyone over the age of 18 should have a will. Um, it's a rule book for distributing your assets. It could also, you know, prevent, Tony, considerable chaos to your heirs. Another important thing to remember is that uh, a will can designate a guardian for your children. It can even uh, set up a guardian for your pets. If you wish, you can use your will to uh, designate charitable contributions. It's really a cheap way of preparing your estate for when you're gone. And many attorneys can help you do this. Oftentimes wills are done under a thousand dollars. It depends on how complex of course your situation is. You can also write your own will with really an online service or other software, but I highly recommend that you work with a financial advisor and a, uh, an estate planning attorney. I think that, uh, that knowledge base can really help you make sure that things are going to be done the way that you really want them done. So finally, I think make sure that you sign and date your will, and you need to do that in front of two non-related witnesses. Uh, they should also sign the document, by the way, and you should have it notarized. Then make sure that the people that you love and, and would need to know know about this and know how they can access it. I'll be honest, uh, I knew it was an involved process, but had no idea how many steps you need to take to really uh, make sure you're not leaving your loved ones with a mess when you pass away. And, you know, we've been going through some of that. Uh, my parents uh, are getting up there and are having a lot of health problems, as is uh, my wife. So uh, we're seeing what uh, scrambling to get all this in order uh, while, there, while we're all still you know, doing well. Nobody likes to talk about this, but it's been a great conversation so far and it's so important. 
It is absolutely. You know, I've lost both my parents now, and I think that uh, having lived through something, you can get a lot of insight on on how you can help people that have not went through it yet. So, I think uh, the other thing is that you need to put on a calendar, have your advisor alert you every two years. We got to revisit the list that we talked about, whether that's the physical asset list, because guess what? You're going to buy new things. You're going to inherit new things that were not on your list from two years ago. Uh, same thing is true with your non-asset list. Same thing's true with your memberships and with your charitable organization. So in updating those, those uh, trust or in your will, the beneficiary on also the uh, brokerage accounts. So, Tony, I'd like to um, have everyone really think about um, making this a priority because it'll give you more than just peace of mind. It's going to give your family peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds good. So what role can an attorney or a financial planner like yourself uh, play in this legacy planning process? really a significant one, Tony. I think while you think about um, you may have to handle everything you need for a legacy plan, uh, it's never a bad idea to consult with an estate attorney because there is so much to do. And a financial service professional such as myself can kind of be the quarterback on your team, guiding each of the players involved. I think uh, you should revisit that legacy plan with an advisor uh, every few years, have them hold you accountable to do that and get a second set of eyes on things, maybe more than the, maybe things that, you know, you just won't think about. So additionally, yeah. as you get older, you're going to have to change things, Tony, as we get older, I think that you're going to see long-term care might come into play. Uh, do you have that? If you do, uh, is it set up properly? And you need to look at uh, your attorney and your financial service professional as somebody that is vital to making your plan effective. Yeah, for sure. So uh, obviously that's important. And as we've talked about on previous episodes, you've mentioned this uh, working with a, a financial professional is the right choice uh, because at a minimum, they're going to be able to give you a strategy and a second opinion and they, they're, like you said, they're going to have perspectives that you probably haven't considered before. Uh, what do you have next for us? I think the next uh, piece of advice in creating your strategy is to simplify your finances, you know, simplify things, get things uh, in order. So I sit down with clients all the time and they have scattered orphan 401ks. You know, they've worked at a place for seven, eight, 10 years. They've left that place, left the 401k over there, went to another place. And I've, I've had actually had a client that had four uh, separate 401k. So let's get those organized. Let's come in and talk with me and let's take those scattered IRAs, 401ks, consolidate consolidate them <coughs> excuse me down into one IRA that is going to um, be easier for you to to know exactly where it is exactly what it's doing because out of sight out of mind so that's important and I'll tell you when you pass it's going to make life so much easier for your uh, for your family that they're not having to track down and wonder if they've got all those assets in so if you're in a position, you may want to consider consolidating those accounts 
And you also should look at uh, the costs that you currently have involved. I'm all for reducing costs. And oftentimes we can reduce expenses by doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, now, based on that, I think I'll be reaching out. Uh, that's for sure. I'm making sure I have uh, my plans in place and the strategy is solid. Uh, what's your next nugget of information for us today, Michael? You know, my, my personal opinion, it's probably a good idea, Tony, to do that, by the way, for you to reach out and do it. Another part of a legacy planning puzzle that I think people should consider is remembering at a minimum, you should create a will. You should have a power of attorney. You should have a healthcare proxy and a living will. Um, your will should also assign a guardianship for your children. If you have children that are under age, also, if you're, um, have, uh, fur babies, if you, if you have pets that are friends <laughs> and, and loved ones in your mind, uh, it's important to, to cover those bases. Sure. Um, but I think with children and, and, and I have, kids under 18. And, um, I think it's so important to have a plan for them. If God forbid something were to happen to my wife and myself, maybe at the same time. So, um, you can, you can also draft out a letter of instruction that clearly spells out step-by-step instructions for personal wishes that you have for big things like your funeral. You know, my mom, Tony, um, approached me, I don't know, four, four or five years before she passed and said, Mike, I want to go down to the funeral home and I want to prepay and plan my funeral. And I said, are you nuts? I mean, like, why mom? And, and she said, well, son, you haven't been through it. And when your dad died, you were only eight. And when, when someone that you really love passes, it's very hard and you're faced with choices that you don't want to make a mistake. And the truth is I'm going to make it easier for you and the kids and, and, and your brothers and sisters. And so we did that, Tony. And that, that made, um, at very hard time much easier because I knew the casket that as, as dark as that sounds is the one my mom picked out. And I know that, um, that part of the, of, 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 what happens after your loved one passes that made it so much. So in also little things that, that, um, you might not think about, but your Facebook, your other social media, your passwords, you know, to get on there, let's lay all that out in a, in a written form so that when you pass, we can, we can help the family and, uh, get things, uh, just in order. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think this has been a really good conversation uh, so far. And I think our listeners are going to get, uh, they're going to have a lot to take away from this as well. You know, I agree. And I think I want to throw something else out there that we hadn't talked about, but it's 529 plans, you know, college funding plans. If uh, you set up a 529 plan for your grandchildren or maybe for a child, it is a plan that will will allow um, growth tax-free in many states. Uh, there's also tax deductions that you can get. And Tony, this is one more thing that you can do that you can set up after you've passed to benefit maybe grandchildren. Yeah. So what other legacy planning elements should we be considering? 
I think listeners should also be aware of the dangers of procrastinating. You know, to me, uh, it's the single biggest enemy that I see facing clients is just the simple fact life happens and we fail to implement our plan. You know, I, I may lay out the best plan there is, but if, if somebody just is reluctant to come in and finalize those steps or for whatever reason, part of my role is to help, uh, holding people accountable in a gentle way, but to, uh, stop the procrastination. And, uh, yeah. I think rea- you know, reality is bad planning or no planning at all, um, are both the same. You know, if you don't implement and start a plan, um, or if you have a very poor plan, they're both, both those aspects are bad. So let's do a really good comprehensive plan. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what, uh, this has been great, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? As always, my number is 405-760-5863. I'm here to help you and your family, and I would love the opportunity to look at what you're currently doing. I want to extend out uh, an invitation for you to reach out to me and to give yourself and family peace of mind. So once again, give me a call at 405-760-5863. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you next week. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Safe Retirement Radio with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to Safe Retirement Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Capital. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, the registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 